On tonight's episode of Sippin' on a 40, we're only talking about Jacob Markstrom. Yes, that all-star goaltender that plays for your Canucks. Now, I said all-star. He's a bit of a fake all-star. Let's be real. Let's be honest, people. I know some may get offended by that. But once again, let's be real. I'm not trying to take away anything from the dude. The dude's done the impossible. He really has. He deserves to be an all-star. He really does. There hasn't been an athlete in my lifetime that has proven me more wrong than Jacob Markstrom. That's just a fact. And since it's Friday night, we'll talk about some other sports because I want to talk about other athletes that prove me wrong. Hey, as a sports fan, you throw shit at the wall many times. As important as sports are to our society, remember, they're just sports. And sometimes you say shit. Am I trying to? Am I trying to sugarcoat the fact that I, I've been wrong many times? Possibly. Possibly. Hey, let's just do this. Let's run fucking sip it on a 40. Let's do it. Man, we're gonna have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. is it going welcome to another episode of sipping on a 40 my name yes my name is kyle bowen shout out to sb nation shout out to nux misconduct speaking of nux misconduct wherever you listen to podcasts go find the network give it a swipe give it a tap boom bam you just made your hockey life a little bit better let's keep it on the nux misconduct network just for a little bit longer i know you see the word nux in front of it but let's be real Let's be fucking real. We talk a lot of hockey. A lot of hockey. Not just your Canucks are mentioned on our network. It's what we got to do. It's what we got to do to get our foot in the door with SB Nation. Hey, in beautiful Burnaby, British Columbia, we trying to put podcasting from this beautiful province, from the beautiful West Coast, on the map, from our neck of the woods. That's what we do here. Let's talk about your goaltender. Yes, your goaltender, Jacob Markstrom. He's done it. He's an all-star. He's done the impossible, in my opinion. How has he done it? He has gone through so much in his career. He has gone through so much this year. Again, the impossible. Condolences to the Markstrom family once again. Jacob's father passed away earlier this year. And the dude has showed so much courage, so much heart. Just an, I'm speechless. I really am. A lot of character. Condolences to the Markstrom family. I hope 2020 is, is beautiful to your family. I really do. Markstrom, man, oh man. You're an all-star now. You're an all-star now. Now, if you go back to his whole career, the whole entire trajectory, once again, it equals to him doing the impossible. At one point, not too long ago, Jacob Markstrom was one of the wor- one of the worst goaltenders in the NHL. And now, based on play alone, 
he's in my opinion he he may be a top five goaltender there are some games where this guy looks remarkable remarkable again the impossible i remember like two years ago and i would even say prior to last season beginning I wrote this dude off completely. He was one of my least favorite goaltenders in Canuck history. He seemed fragile. He didn't have it when it came to playing in the NHL. Now, in the AHL and for the Utica Comets, he did some great things. In fact, there was one year where he had a, he had a what? A 936 save percentage or something when he led Utica to the Calder Cup final. It was his second year with the organization, his first full one. Again, crazy, crazy journey to an all-star game appearance. Again, the impossible. Let's take it back even a little bit further. Markstrom in 2008, he's a highly touted goaltender, a second round pick, 31st overall. You can pretty much chalk that up as a first round pick. I remember seeing this dude everywhere on magazines. Named one of the best prospects not playing in the NHL at one point. He looked like the future of goaltending. Now, he couldn't do shit with Florida. He really couldn't. He couldn't break in. No confidence. And in 2014, he gets dealt to Vancouver for Roberto Luongo. Now, let me ask you this, Canuck fans. And get back to me, okay? Follow me on Twitter at Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. Follow Sippin' on a 40 there as well. Learn how to spell it. And get back, get back to me with your answer to this. What were your initial thoughts about the Roberto Luongo trade and the return they got for the greatest goaltender in Vancouver Canucks history? Here are mine. I didn't give a fuck. I really didn't. At that point... In Roberto Luongo's career with the Canucks and his relationship with the fans, I do believe people just wanted the best for Roberto and that shitty contract. A shitty contract that led many to believe that the return was going to be nothing. Nothing really. You know what I'm saying? It really got, it really got to a point for the fan base. I don't think anyone was really expecting anything relevant. We just, wanted to, we just wanted to see Roberto in that shitty contract be happy. And he got his wish. He got sent to Florida to be with his family. Good for him. We were happy. It was a somber moment. I remember where I was in my parents' basement. I got up from a nap, saw the tweet, and I sat there in the dark for a bit. Hey, I was young and I was emotional. The dude who did so much for the city just got dealt after being on a... On a roller coaster that we may never see again. Now, if you look at the return, I think the team got Sean Mathias, Jacob Markstrom, and something else. Was it Victor? Was it no, no? Victor Reskovich went the other. Who was it? I'm trying to, I'm trying to think here. It, it wasn't Victor Reskovich. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just throwing shit at the wall. It was pretty much Mathias and Markstrom. Those are the two big pieces, and those are two pieces that for me were pretty meaningless. I didn't have much faith in Jacob Markstrom at that point. And in his first couple years with the team, whether it be in Utica 
where he did excel, but I don't really take the AHL numbers so seriously. When it comes to him being a Canuck in his first couple years, I was disappointed. And I also wasn't surprised. Jacob Marsham just looked like one of those players who couldn't get, get it together in the NHL. Again, he's done the impossible. Now, if you look at his hockey DB and you look at his stats from 2017, 2018, his first real year as a starter and compare him to last year, a year where we saw Jacob Markstrom take the next step, the stats look pretty similar. But keep in mind, last year, the game, hockey, the NHL, it changed. It really did. Goals were being scored, a lot of them. So his numbers were pretty relative to the middle of the pack. He took the next step. Again, he was one of the worst goaltenders in the league, and he took that next step. I saw signs of improvement, improvement that I thought was, once again, impossible. Look, there were games last year where Jacob Markstrom found a way to keep this team with Derek Pouliot. <laughs> Derek fucking Pouliot back there. This team still had Michael Delzato at some point last year. He kept that team in games, and he made remarkable saves. He was the Canucks' best player last year. That's with Elias Pettersson on the team. He, he was the most consistent player. He showed improvement. Now, going into this year, even with the little amount of confidence that I gained with Markstrom last year, I didn't really know what to expect. And Markstrom this year has been, in my opinion, phenomenal for the most part. I would say that 90% of his starts, I don't have the fucking fancy stats right in front of me. I would say 90% of his starts have been pretty damn good. What's the saying? Quality starts? He's been good. He's done what he could. You could say that, that if he played for a better team, his numbers would be through the roof. Right now, through 28 games, he's 14-11-3 with a 9-17 save percentage and a 272 goals against average. Now look at this tweet. Look at this stat that Thomas Drance dug up, okay? 17 NHL goaltenders have started at least 28 games this season. Of those 17, here are the top three by save percentage. Number one, Ben Bishop, 926. Number two, Connor Halyabuck, 919. Number three, your goaltender, yes, your goaltender for your team, the Vancouver Canucks, Jacob Markstrom. He's done the impossible. I'm not asking for forgiveness. If he's listening to this, I just want you to know, Jacob, I talk so much shit about you, it's not even funny. I really did. I doubted you. I'm not asking you to be my friend. I'm not asking you for anything. I'm just, I'm just saying facts. You've done the impossible. In my opinion, you've done the fucking impossible. The dude's an all-star. A fake one. Let's be real. Hey, Mark andre Fleury is not showing up. Nobody knows why. He could be hurt. He could want to rest. He may want to spend time with his family or simply because... He doesn't give a fuck about the NHL All-Star Game. I don't really give a fuck about the NHL All-Star Game. I'm 26. Shit's kind of different. 
The All-Star Game is for the children. Let's be real. All All-Star Games and all sports are for the children. They want to see their people, their players be represented and be a star, an All-Star. And I'm happy for the children, the kids, those who love the All-Star Game. Your Canucks are represented by Pedersen, Markstrom, and maybe Hughes. That's, that's pretty cool if you're a kid or someone who enjoys this type of shit. Congratulations to Jacob Markstrom. Keep doing you. I hope you get paid millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. Go get paid. Especially being on the journey that you went through to get to this point. Being an all-star goalie during a season where you're a UFA. Damn, 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 damn. You about to get paid, baby. You about to get paid. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. And on the other side, we'll talk about some other athletes that prove me wrong. Hey, in life, let's be real. You're going to be wrong many times in life. That's just a fact. And when you're wrong, you make a damn podcast about it, okay? Thank you for listening to Sippin' on a 40. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Sippin' on a 40. My name, Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. You're listening to Sippin' on a 40 on the Nux Misconduct Network. Jacob Markstrom is now an all-star. He pretty much influenced me to make an episode, get behind this new mic that we bought for the studio. Boom, bam. We got it done. We're not done yet, though. We're not done yet, though. Let's talk about some more athletes, okay? It's Friday night. Let's step away from hockey. Let's have a little bit of fun. Let's have a little bit of fun. Okay, let's talk about three athletes that proved me wrong. Two of them are from the NFL. One of them from the NHL. We'll start with the NFL, okay? We'll end with the NHL. It's a hockey podcast, somewhat, kind of. It's more of a podcast for the city. Who knows what type of show this is? It's a show show made by Kyle Bowen. This is what you get. Number one, Michael Vick. That dude proved me wrong. The dude missed two years of eligibility in the NFL because he did a a fucking bad thing. He was a fucking bad person for that time in his life. The dude was one of the leaders in some some dog fighting championship or some shit. The shit shit just crazy. I don't even want to pull it up because I love dogs and I'm afraid that I'll see something that will get me pretty damn upset. But this dude was involved with with some horrendous shit. Inhumane shit. Involving dogs getting hurt. I believe some, somewhere, somewhere, I don't even want to say it, man. This shit was just sad, okay? Michael Vick, the league finds out, the world finds out. He gets sent to jail. He misses two years of NFL eligibility. And when he comes out, 
he straps up for the Philadelphia Flyers. And in 2010, the dude who everyone doubted, also a player who, before being caught, was electrifying. One of the best video game characters of all time, Michael Vick, yes. Michael Vick should be in Super Smash Bros. Let's be real. That's how crazy of a video game character this dude is. Anyways, in 2010, with the Eagles, did I say the Flyers before? With the Eagles, he puts up an MVP-like season. 21 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, 9 touchdowns on the ground, over 3,000 yards passing, over 600 yards rushing. The dude did the impossible. And now he's working for Fox. Hey, I'm all I'm all up for forgiveness. Uh, that that kind of seems weird because I know we talked about it a bit yesterday, and now we're talking about a dude who did some bad things to to dogs, and dogs are probably the greatest things on earth. But I gotta stick to my I gotta stick to my gun, stick to my word. Forgiveness, it's important. It's part of being a human. I like apologies. Come at me. I don't give a fuck. I like apologies. I'll say it again. I like apologies. It is what it is. There's a lot of life to live. Michael Vick doing his part. And not erasing his past, but becoming a better person. Because of his past. Michael Vick, one of the one of the athletes who proved me wrong. I thought the dude was done. For sure. Number two, another NFL player. Now, this dude, this dude didn't prove me wrong based on performance. He just proved me wrong in the way that I now feel about him. That dude is Tony Romo. Tony Romo, possibly the the biggest laughingstock at one point in the world of North American sport. The dude was always choking. At the worst times, everyone remembers the fumble against Seattle. Everyone remembers the picks in the playoffs. Everyone remembers this dude just being bad in clutch moments. And everyone outside of Dallas Cowboy fans, we're loving it. We're enjoying it. Yo, I was in a group chat. I'm still in this damn group chat. Shout out to the boys. Shout out to the 22 boys. There, there are some Cowboys... No, there's one Cowboys fan in there that we would just roast. Roast, go after, and he would keep defending Romo based on analytics, based on fancy stats. Saying that he's elite. Yo, the eye test, when it matters, displayed that he, he was bad when it matters. He was bad. But again, he proved me wrong. I love Tony Romo now. He's one of my favorite, yes, favorite commentators in the world of sport. He does his thing with CBS during the football season. The dude should be a coach. He knows everything. It, it boggles my mind how many things this guy can predict when he was so bad in the most clutch moments. Man, oh man, Tony Romo, a fan favorite across the league now. It, it's really... The opposite of a heel turn. And you got to love it. You got to feel good for the guy. Tony Romo, outside of just once again choking all the time, he's a likable dude. 
Corona commercials are kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. He's got a dope smile. He's good on the camera. He's got a good voice. Is this a man crush? No. I'm just saying the guy's good at his job. Really good at his job. I think he has a long career in commentary. He may be one of the best right now. Tony Romo, he proved me wrong. Number three, let's kick it back to the NHL. This may somewhat surprise people. A lot of people are not talking about this dude. He may be a Hall of Famer. Eric Stahl. Eric fucking Stahl. Wasn't this dude washed up at the end of his career years ago in Carolina? When he gets traded to the Rangers, he's not very good. Again, he seemed washed up. And then he goes to the Wild. And I believe two seasons ago, this guy put up 42 goals. Again, he plays for the Wild, so nobody nobody really, really pays attention to what's going on over there in the state of hockey, a place where I believe better things should happen. That city, that state deserve the best when it comes to hockey. We're talking about an American state that loves the sport. They deserve better. But yes, Eric Stahl. In Minnesota, he's done some pretty damn good things. His first year in Minnesota, he played 82 games. He picked up 65 points, including 28 goals. Two years ago, in 2017, 2018, I guess you could say two and a half years ago, the dude put up 42 goals in 82 games. Now, last year, based on, based on the year prior, I guess you could say... He had a down year. The dude's pretty old now. He had 22 goals, 30 assists, 52 points in 81 games. Still not a bad year. And now if you look at this year, we were talking about All-Star games and Jacob Markstrom. Eric Stahl got named to the All-Star team too. And you would you would think since every team kind of has to be represented that he somewhat deserves it through 41 games. He's got 15 goals. He's got 32 points. He's probably going to get 30 again. Did I say this dude's an all-star? I mean, a Hall of Famer? He has over 1,000 points. He's doing his thing. He's won a cup. Under the radar, he's proved me wrong. I really thought that this dude was washed up. He was done. Look at his, look at his year in Carolina and the Rangers. He had 13 goals. That's crazy. That's bad. And he's an all-star. He is an all-star. Hey, if you're being proved wrong in life, it's not the end of the world. That means someone is doing something extremely well. And you got to be happy for that person unless you hate that person. It's funny. I just said that. And we, never mind. Never mind. Let's get out of here. Jacob Marstrom, you, you inspired the episode, this late night episode on this Friday night. In beautiful Burnaby, British Columbia. You are an all-star. You deserve the best. You deserve to get paid. Your family. Condolences to your family. You've, you've actually done the impossible. And yeah, let's run an applause for this dude. Real talk. He's done it. He's done it. He's done the impossible. My name, Kyle Bowen. Thank you so much for listening to tonight's quick episode. Was it quick? It's 25 minutes. 
This impromptu episode of Sippin' on a 40, once again, go follow the Nux Misconduct Network wherever you listen to podcasts. Give it a swipe. Give it a tap. You just made your hockey life a little bit better. I hope you have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. I don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we over here at the network, we fucking appreciate it. Peace. Peace.